whoa, 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 hang on a moment. Yes, you know what time it is. This is Jen, your host, and this podcast is all about taking agency and owning yourself. And every week on this show, I'm going to help you use your voice, stand in your power, and operate from a place of self. Well, hello there, people. It's Jen here, your host for Hang On A Moment. And today, I'm going to give you a bit of an introduction to how to own yourself. Yeah, how the hell do you own yourself? (laughs) It's kind of a random thing, isn't it? And actually, probably a term that not many people use, like, how do you actually own yourself? So I guess like for me, combining this with the agency, self-agency is all around being happy in your own skin. If you're happy in your own skin, if you own yourself, then it allows you to have more agency. So I kind of feel that you can't really do one without the other. You can, but I think that both together really lend themselves to, yeah, basically being the best version of yourself, standing in your power, and really just being able to call the shots on your life, which is so important. And let's get straight into this, because I'm going to try and keep this uh, a shorter um, podcast today, because I want to get some feedback from you as to whether you like the, the longer ones or the shorter ones, and then we'll go from there. So I'm going to aim for around 15, 20 minutes on this one. So let's see what happens. It's quite a long list, so I'll try and give it my best shot. So if we were to kind of like really break it down, like what does owning yourself mean? So as I've said, it's about being confident and happy in your own skin. You know, I talked about herd mentality and yeah, following the crowds. And actually sometimes that detracts from who you really are because you're just trying to do that to fit in and that's no good for anybody. So actually, you know, this whole cliched saying of your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah, I love the word because obviously my business is vital vibe. Um, but it kind of does. And I feel like when you come in your own skin, that also attracts a great circle as well because people want to be around authentic people who love themselves as they are or you know, appreciate they've got flaws. As I said in the last episode, we all have flaws, we're humans, but it's actually actively working on themselves or accepts that they're not perfect. Who is? Nobody is. Um, And I think when we sort of stop this kind of like chasing perfectionism and trying to feel like we should be this and we should be that and we should conform to this and we should be this size, this shape, we should have this qualification, we should have a partner for this long, we should be married, we should have so many kids. Um... We should be this size on the in our genes. We should be you know, this way on the scales. Then actually, we're going to be happier. Um, when you are comf- confident and comfy like that, it means that you've got way more agency because you're happy as who you are. So yeah, not really. Again, it's not about accepting. Um, have it that you know it's not like the be all and end all if you don't fit into a certain category so if you don't conform to the standards and norms then so be it it's like you know what I mean it's like there's a truth bomb here it's like it doesn't freaking matter just be yourself 
So when you're yourself, when you own yourself, it also allows that you can, owning yourself is also about putting yourself first. So you can create this, this level of like self-mastery. As I said before, no one's perfect. But if you invest time in yourself, if you put your energy into yourself, if you put your budget, your financial budget, your time budget into yourself, because you are your biggest and best asset, then you can move towards being that better version of yourselves and the better, should I say, better version of yourself. And that's obviously going to make you feel more happy and comfy in your own skin. And when I say better version of yourself, again, that's not trying to change who you are, but it's kind of actually identifying areas that you purposely want to improve on and going after that because you want to do it, not because somebody else is telling you you should. So again, that's owning yourself. And within that really is this whole courage to be unique. So it's moving away from this herd mentality, accepting that, you know, you're not like everybody else. So, you know, I don't want to kind of like talk about this too much on this podcast because it's not a podcast for people with ADHD. Um, But I spent years, you know, without a diagnosis with my ADHD, knowing that I felt different, but trying to fit in. And it's called masking. And actually, it's it's really soul destroying because you end up feeling that you're not good enough because actually you're trying to conform to something that you're actually not able to meet, the standards you're not able to meet. So, you know, now I feel really comfortable that I've had the diagnosis. I'm like, right, okay, cool. That's fine. That answers all the questions. Thank God. Now I can move forward and just be myself. So it's so much easier to be yourself and just like know who you are and accept who you are. Because, you know, again, that helps you stand in your power, as I keep saying, you know, it's easy for me now to know, like, if I've like balls something up, I can go, oh, yeah, that's my ADHD, Um, which in the past, I used to beat myself up about it and say, oh, my God, I'm such a failure. I can't do it. Um, People aren't going to respect me. People aren't going to like me. Um, And then spend hours trying to scurry around that trying to people please and turn something that didn't go quite so well into something amazing by putting myself out spending wasting time really trying to do that so you know again like it it just helps you to so much stand in your power the other thing about owning yourself as well which is which is a real cool thing and again we can talk about this way more into the episodes is is having this own inner emotional compass, as I call it. So you can sort of check in on yourself and listen to your body. Um, so like earlier this year, I was actually doing a health cleanse because I'd gone through some, quite a lot of crap. And I, I could tell like emotionally, mentally, I was dysregulated, but my body was dysregulated as well. And I could feel it. I could feel it. Now, if I wasn't in a position or if I wasn't able to own myself, I would probably put that on the back burner and say, well, it's actually okay. I don't feel great, but it doesn't matter because my priority is X, Y, and Z. It's this person over there or this person next to me or the person that's asking me to do, you know, a million and one things for them because actually they own me. I don't own myself. And so my priority is them and not me. And they have a claim on me. And, you know, again, it's, 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 Life is not good when you're going down that direction. So you need to use your inner emotional compass to check in on yourself and listen to your body. How do you feel? That's physically and emotionally and mentally. Um, Because once you know how you feel, again, you can take action to rectify that in whatever works for you. So another big part of that, actually, and yeah, it's, it's pretty crucial to owning yourself as well as listening to to your body um, 
and your emotions around sort of health and general well-being. It's also around when your body actually says no and when your body actually says yes. And sometimes your body can be saying no and you're ignoring it because you're not tuned into your body. You're not paying attention to those signs. Like if you're sick, if you've got a bad gut, if you've got headaches, if you seem to have developed an allergy from somewhere, if you're really tired, that's your body saying no. And nine times out of 10, your body is saying no because you are putting somebody else first and not yourself. If you're putting something else or somebody else first and not yourself, then you're not owning yourself. Now, you might be doing something that's part of who you are, like your business, um, a hobby. But there comes a time when you have to say, enough is enough. I just can't keep doing this. I need to listen to my body. When it says no, you need to hear it and respond by saying, okay, I hear you. I'm going to chill for a bit. But also when your body says yes, you know, energy, energy is a key thing. So when you can feel something in your body that's saying yes, yes, let's go and do this. Or if you feel kind of, yeah, again, a bit of FOMO, fear of missing out because you're not doing something that you said no to that actually your body is actually craving for you to do, then go and do it because you're just going to sit there thinking, why did I say no? Why did I not do this? And need to do this. My body is saying yes. I'm going to go for it. So all of these things allow you to become happy. Owning yourself. And being a, a yes or a no. Depending on how you feel good. In your skin at that time. So the other thing is also about being your biggest cheerleader. This is kind of without ego. Because you know ego is not our friend really. I mean we all have an ego. Um, but actually what ego can do. Is it can create arrogance. And what we actually want to be doing as a cheerleader is celebrating ourselves, as I said in the last episode, and knowing what our strengths are, and also knowing what our understrengths are. So by doing that, again, what we what we kind of getting rid of, as well as arrogance, is guilt and fear. Because if we're not so great at anything, and we accept that, well, isn't that a great place to be rather than saying oh my God, I'm absolutely awful at that. I can't get it right. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where to start. Just accept it, you know? The whole point of working to strengths and accepting understrengths is that you focus all your effort on your strengths and become a master at the things you're good at. And then forget those understrengths, outsource them, delegate them. If you really, really want to and you spare time, learn it, but don't make it a priority. You know, it's like at the moment, one of the things I'm doing with my business is a lot of social media. And I'll be honest with you, you know, I quite enjoy it. I'm not that bad at it, but I'm not amazing at it. It's probably not one of my strengths, partly because I'm sort of trying to focus on doing my other stuff as well, like my coaching and my consulting and obviously building my business. So marketing is just one area. Um, marketing itself I understand the concept you know I'm pretty good at the concept of creation and branding oh but social media it's really not my thing I mean I try to do my best but if I could outsource it and that's definitely an area that I'm gonna look into but you know I I beat myself up that I don't have this many followers I beat myself up and when I say that I mean it casually like I used to have more like used to have more of an impact on my emotional status it doesn't now. 
like one of the things that I actually did around that was actually turned off like likes on my profile so that I can't see likes on other people's posts. And oh my God, it was a game changer for me because it stopped me comparing myself. Because you know where they say comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, it surely is. <laughs> but I know I'm not great at social media. So when I'm thinking I'm not great at this and then I see loads of other people with likes on their posts and lots more followers, it's just a sure fire way to make myself feel really unhappy and guilty and fearful that I'm not good enough and actually I don't I don't want that so yeah I accept that it's not an area of mine and you know I know that if I give it to somebody else I know that those numbers are going to change and that's cool okay so what else so again it's it's very much around nurturing the parts of you that need that need this kind of self-assurance if you like that needs this ownership without looking for external crutches. So what I mean by that is alcohol, um, drugs, uh, social media. <laughs> Again, you know, we're, we're all living our best life on social media. You know, I do, I do try to keep a balanced profile from a business perspective. It's not that easy because obviously I'm sharing business content. But from a personal profile, I have absolutely shared when I have been going through shit because I don't want people to think that my life is rosy. I have really good parts and I've had really bad parts. And actually, I think if we all lived our life a little bit more openly around when we're good and when we're bad, it would allow people to not feel bad about themselves. And also, you know, actually, sometimes when I'm feeling not so good, actually, by telling people I'm not feeling so good, or when in the past when I've told people I'm not feeling so good, then that that external crutch of somebody coming, giving me some support emotionally and mentally has actually replaced something that I might have done otherwise if I'd have kept it locked inside. For example, like I might have reached for a bottle of wine or I might have gone and got like a bag of donuts. So again, you know, don't look for those external crutches, you know, nurture the parts of you. As I said before, it's in the last episode, like are you putting in crap or are you putting in the good stuff into your body? That's thoughts and actual things as well to make sure that you're cooking on gas, basically, and that you're firing on all cylinders. So, you know, another part of, of ownership, and you know what, I'm 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 guilty of this. Like I said in again in the first episode, I do not claim to be a perfect human being. I mean, this list is like what we're all aiming for, yeah, for self-mastery and self-actualization, but we can't all be here a hundred percent of the time. Um, you know, if we if we could tick this list every single day, plus the list from the last episode, we'd be like superhuman beings. Um, but one of the things that really allows you to support yourself around owning yourself is 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 internal validation rather than searching for it outside of yourself so you know in this day and age as I've said it is like quite hard because you know we play to social media and we want people to like us and we want these followers and we want these posts liked and we want shares and we want downloads from our podcast and we want to be on the charts and yeah we want all of this stuff but actually you know what Yes, it does matter for some things, but does it really matter? Like in the grand scheme of things, if you love what you're doing and if you're happy with what you're doing and if you like your life and you like the things that you're saying and you like the things that you're sharing, does it matter if anyone else does? It really, really doesn't. Like if you're happy, that's what's important. My my theory in life is as long as you're not hurting anybody else, then go for it. It's your life. And that ties into the next one really, which is about being true to yourself. You know, if you're being... 
I guess, unfaithful to yourself in terms of, you know, not following through with your own values and your vision. So yeah, aligning those actions in your life to your values and your visions. That's all about being true to yourself. It's all about, you know, being authentic, having integrity. And these are really important, you know, attributes, if you like, for for owning yourself. That kind of leads me on to the, the next one. Um, which is taking radical self-responsibility. So what, what that means by radical self-responsibility is, is really calling ourselves out on our BS, which I mentioned in the first episode, but actually really, really accepting that, accepting that we are getting in our own way and do something about it. Because we can sit here and we can say, oh, yeah, I do this and I do that. And this is not good. And I know I do this and I never do that. But then just carry on doing it. Or if someone else says that you do it, tell them that's BS because you don't want to hear it. Then, you know, at the end of the day, it's like we're not going to move forward. We, there's no self-responsibility there. So what I mean by radical self-responsibility is really call yourself out on your own BS. And a lot of people do not do that. And the, the only way that you can kind of get to that point really with radical self-responsibility is really real key self-awareness. So I am not going to blow my own trumpet here, but over the years when I've spoken to coaches, consultants, therapists in my private life, um, I've always had the feedback that I am really self-aware. And I think that's because I've spent so long on my personal development journey that I kind of know Again, what my understrengths are, and I know what my strengths are. And I really do take radical self-responsibility. You know, if my life is going to shit, I'm going to sort it, sort it out. I'm not going to wait around until something happens. I might have to crawl <laughs> to get there. I'm going to do it because I take radical self-responsibility, because I own myself, because my life is important and I want to live my life and be the best version of myself. So also... Actively replying, should I say replying, actively relying on interoception, which is basically like the body message, as I said before. So what that does is it allows you to maintain this homeostasis and act accordingly. So for example, as I said earlier, if you get like amber and red flags popping up, like for example, yeah, feeling really down, your mood is down, or you're feeling really tired, or I don't know, your toilet habits are off or you've lost your appetite or you've recognized that you're just consistently going for the sugar or you're drinking way more caffeine than you used to or you've been working long hours and therefore you've got insomnia. You know, your body's telling you these things. These things are there for you to take note of. So the amber and the red flags, they pop up on purpose so that you can manage that. So don't ignore them because when those things pop up, they're there for a reason. It's your body telling you something. But on the flip side of that, also it's really around, yeah, let's cultivate this green flag stuff of terms of body awareness. So, you know, if you feel amazing, if you're, you know, if you've got a clear head, if your body is energized, if you feel yeah, that you have delivered the work for the day and you're proud of yourself. If you feel that you want to, yeah, do something that, 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 that kind of supports you, like go for a massage 
or even, you know, just go and do anything that's kind of like body therapy or, or mental therapy because your body is saying, oh, you know what? I really need this right now. Not, not because like I, I'm actually in like an amber or a red flag, but because my body's feeling good. Um, I want to kind of cultivate this even further. So for example, that good example, that might be yoga. So you might be feeling like, yeah, really flexible. You might be feeling like really energized and you might, and you might be feeling really kind of calm, lots of clarity. You might say, you know what, I'm just going to go and do a hot yoga session. This is this, my body's feeling good for it today. So that's the kind of stuff. Um, what I mean by interception, interception, which are the body messages that you need to listen to. And again, final one, as per the last episode and kind of tying into that is really about applying those healthy lifestyle choices, you know, so you can biohack your life and minimize any risk around your health and your happiness. Um, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not like a massive kind of like guru at all on biohacking, but I do follow some of that stuff. You know, I gen- genuinely believe in living a very healthy, but balanced lifestyle. So I don't think you need to be, um, you know, restrictive, but I also think that, you know, if you, if you recognize from your body and, and just from your general well-being that you're going too far with a certain thing, it's, it's no longer, um, in moderation, is it, you know, you've hit a point where you're actually going too far and that's the point where you need to pull yourself back. And again, if you own yourself, that's fine because you're ready and you're saying, you know what, time out. So for example, I was in the sun yesterday and I had too much sun and I also ate nothing that was that great for me, nothing that was that nourishing. So today I've just eaten lots of greens and some juice drinks and some salmon and some nuts. And I'm really just trying to get that healthiness back in because I feel like I did myself a disservice yesterday, but I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed yesterday, but if I wasn't owning myself, I'd just probably carry on. I feel tired today. So I probably just have coffee and some more sugar and then the same tomorrow and the same tomorrow. But I'm like, no, you know what? I'm, I'm going to nip this in the bud. I'm going to eat healthy today and I'm going to get an early night because I'm tired and my body deserves it. And I also did a fast 16 hours. So I give my body a break. So these are the things that I mean by owning yourself. So I have rushed through this. I hope it wasn't too fast. I would love to get some feedback from you. This is just over 20 minutes. The last one was 30. I would really try to get some feedback from you as to what you prefer, like a shorter session or something a little bit more meaty. And bearing in mind that the next few sessions are going to be, or the next few episodes are going to be um, covering all of this, or the next, yeah, basically all the episodes are going to be covering all of this, all of these topics. And I think I'm going to kind of ease in with another one around the benefits, like what are the benefits to us of actually operating with agency and owning ourselves? Because, you know, this is important. If you understand the benefits, then you're more likely to choose that that way. Um So I'm going to go through that with you. But yeah, I'm going to leave it here. This is short but sweet. I'd love to hear your feedback. And I cannot wait to talk to you about the benefits of agency and owning yourself. So guys, thank you for joining me. Podcast number two in the bag. Woo! (laughs) So I will speak to you on the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and download. And I will speak to you soon. Much love.